In our opening words, uh, Marco will put up our opening words. Actually, Mike Marshke will put up our opening words slide for us. And I'll read the minister uh, portion and uh, Emily will lead the, everyone else's response. <clears throat> when we feel gratitude and joy for the freedom to be our true authentic selves. We live the spirit of pride. And when courage comes from challenging fear. We live the spirit of pride. When we grieve for those who could not be here with us today and honor those who died of AIDS or who lost their lives to violence or whose unbearable pain caused them to leave us too soon. We live the spirit of pride. And when we look ahead to the justice still withheld and fight for safer spaces everywhere. We live the spirit of pride. When we know deep in our bones that a community can banish isolation and loneliness. We live the spirit of pride. And when the rainbow flag flies high and a sense of beloved community thrives among us. We live the spirit of pride. Morning, everybody. As you've seen, we have the drummers present with us this morning in the ways that we figured out that we could, <laughs> um, continuing an unbroken annual tradition. And um, there'll be more from both um, our drummers in the end of the service and from Maritha's other group. And Maritha is here too. If you scroll through the gallery, you'll find her. <laughs> um, so welcome everyone. And uh, please join me, <clears throat> recorded me and present me in singing our hymn today, uh, Bright Morning Stars. You'll find words in the chat box.
morning, everybody. Uh, if you have a chalice, I invite you to grab it and light it with me. And please join me in saying our covenant. The words are in your chat box. Love is the spirit of this church and service its law. This is our great covenant to dwell together in peace, to seek truth in love, and to help one another. And now we'll have our doxology. everybody. This morning for our Wonder Box, I would like to invite any young people who might be here and want to see what's in our Wonder Box to come closer to the screen. So this morning, I have something that I think is very exciting, something that some people know about me, is that I really love plants. I really, really love plants. I have a lot of them in my house and around my house. And this plant is called a bird's nest fern because the middle looks like a little bird's nest. But this morning, as we're thinking about our flower communion, and as all of the plants are coming up, I've been thinking about the ways that plants, I just think are so miraculous. Um, the way that they start from a little tiny seed and grow into all kinds of different things. They can grow into anything from the, the tiniest little plant to a giant, giant redwood tree. So this morning for our Wonderbox, we actually have a video um, that, uh, that Marco is going to play for us that I think is, it doesn't have any words, but I think it shows the ways that plants are so miraculous. So I hope you enjoy it.
Thank you, everybody. So we are going to transition into our prayer time. So I invite you to find a comfortable position for your body, sit back in your chair, and join us in singing our call to prayer. The lyrics will be in your chat box. Each week in our community, we lift up prayers of thanksgiving and we lift up prayers of concern and love and well wishes for the people we love and for our world. This morning, we will start with prayers for loved ones. If you have a prayer for a loved one, we invite you to share it in our chat box now. And as all of these prayers for loved ones come in, 
we will light a candle for all of these prayers and for those that we hold in our hearts. And I invite us to now lift up the prayers that we hold for the wider world. All of those communities and people who are on our hearts who we may, our lives have may never have crossed, but who touch ours nonetheless. And as these come in, for all the prayers for our world, we light a second candle. In the midst of the heartbreak, there is also beauty, there's joy, and there's gratitude. I invite you to lift up prayers of gratitude and thanksgiving in our chat box now. And for these prayers of gratitude, we light a final candle. Let us pray together. This morning I offer the prayer that I offered the day after the 2016 election. And when I found this, I was reminded of this community, the promises that we have made with one another and the long and beautiful struggle for justice and love and a more beautiful world. Let us pray. Holy One, love that grabs hold of us and will not let us go. Do not let go of us now. Do not let go of us in times when there are more questions than answers. Do not let go of us when fear grips our hearts. Do not let go of us when walls seem so much easier to build than bridges. Holy One, love that will not let us go. We confess that we have tried hard to ignore your call, that we have screened our phones, that we have let your call go to voicemail, that we have not called back or even texted. We confess that we have shut out your gentle urgings of love for whatever reason, from fear, pride, anger, apathy, exhaustion. 
We confess that we might have been silent when our voice may have made a difference. Holy One, teach us instead your expansive love. Teach us that love that reaches out, that love that comforts us in times of uncertainty, that love that tears down walls, that love that promises, I will stay with you and I will stand for you, whatever may come. Holy One, love that will not let us go, we still hear your call ringing louder and louder. May we be compelled to answer your call, to answer the call of love. May we be compelled to turn toward the work that must be done. We know, Holy One, that you call us to a higher good, each and every one of us that we are called to embody your love in a broken and hurting world. May it be so, and let us rest together in several moments of shared silence.
today's reading is the Communion Prayer Meditation by Norbert Fabian Chopek, the founder of Flower Sunday. In the name of Providence, which implants in the seed the future of the tree, and in the hearts of men and women, the longing for people living in love. In the name of the highest in whom we move and who makes the mother and father, the brother and sister, what they are. In the name of sages and great religious leaders who sacrificed their lives to hasten the coming of peace and justice, let us renew our resolution sincerely to be real brothers and sisters, regardless of any kind of bar which estranges one from another. In this holy resolution, may we be strengthened, knowing that we are God's family, that one spirit, the spirit of love, unites us. And may we endeavor for a more perfect and a more joyful life. Amen. Hi everyone, my name is Barb, and I've been going to this church for about four years now. I'm a proud bisexual cis woman who is married with two kids. I am honored to share with you that this week, in honor of Pride Month, we will be sharing the plate with an organization called Black and Pink. From their website, Black and Pink describe themselves as such. We are an open family of LGBTQ prisoners and pre-world allies who support each other. Our work toward the abolition of the prison industrial complex is rooted in the experience of currently and formerly incarcerated people. We are outraged by the specific violence of the prison industrial complex against LGBTQ people and respond through advocacy, education, direct service and organizing. Our goal is liberation. We have a radical view of the fight for justice. We are feminist, we are anti-racist, we want queer liberation, and we are against capitalism. Prisons are part of a system that oppresses and divides us. By building a movement and taking action against this system of violence, we will create the world we dream of. We also celebrate the beauty of what exists now, our love for each other, the strength of our planet, our incredible resiliency, all of the power we have to continue existing. While dreaming and struggling for a better world, we commit to living in the present. I keep saying to everyone right now that this is not a moment. This is me speaking. <laughs> this is not a moment, it's a movement. This is the time for us to rise up and help fund organizations like Black and Pink who work directly to dismantle the systems of oppression that have been more the rule than the exception in a country that was supposed to have been founded on freedom. If you are a person of privilege, whether it's your skin color, your sexuality, your financial security, or any number of hidden privileges, your true jobs right now are to donate and educate. Educate yourself on how you may have been and still are complicit in systems of oppression and unlearned privilege, and donate to organizations like this one.
Thank you so much, Barb, for introducing our offering. We are collecting our offering through Realm, and you will see a, um, directions on how to do that in the chat box. Please designate whether you'd like your donation to go toward your pledge or toward our offering recipient, and this information will be posted again toward the end of the service. And if Realm is uh, having any trouble loading this morning, it's often because Sunday mornings are particularly busy for this church-based software. Thank you very much for your generous donations.
I see all of us applauding for Sarah, for TNT and the choir. Keep it coming. I think it took a couple years off Sarah's life getting that ready <laughs> for us. <clears throat> if I had any sense, we would just go right to coffee hour and call it a day. But nonetheless, here is our world. Beautiful music happens as we just listened and saw. Let us be not afraid in these times. Let us keep our eyes soft and our words true because this is what you and I are about. We know there's no answer but to love each other. We bear witness against unnecessary destruction. And then we gather in community this spring across the screen to practice being the person the world is calling us to be. We cannot do everything, but we can do something. And that something is never nothing. So as Emily reminded us last week, let us ring the bells that still can ring. Forget your perfect offering. There is a crack in everything and say with me, that is how the light gets in. So um, as Heather mentioned in the announcement, this is our uh, 14th Zoom service. And if I'm honest, two things I wanna say. Um, number one, it feels like a lot more than that. <laughs> it feels like a lot, lot more. I don't know about all of you, but it feels like a lot more to me. And secondly, um, this is the Sunday that we would be together, um, you know, in the sanctuary if in non-pandemic times. And we would gather uh, with a giant table of flowers in front of the pews and in front of the pulpit. And we would hear the drummers uh, beat. Yeah, they have just put one up on our desk. We would hear the drummers um, beat the rhythms. And we would be celebrating flower communion. And this service goes all the way back from Nobert Chopek, who was a Unitarian minister in Czechoslovakia. And he brought this tradition to his church in 1923 to help bring them together and remind them of the beauty and the resilience of nature after that congregation and those people lived through war and pandemic. Sounds familiar, doesn't it? Anyway, I was just, of all these services, I think um, this morning, I'm just really bummed that we're not I'm just finding it really hard that we're not together. Um, I'm just feeling sad about that. So I just, I just wanna um, sit with that feeling. I just want us to acknowledge the feelings that we have. <laughs> to, not, uh, to, to not socially distance ourselves from ourselves. When I don't succumb, and it's important to succumb, by the way, to distraction, but when I don't succumb to Netflix, social distancing from myself and cleaning the garage, and I forget to um, 
I can almost forget the kind of times we're living in, which is privilege talking. What I notice is just how much, uh, how many feelings I'm having. Like, fear about like what, like, what does stage two reopening mean? Like what's okay and what isn't okay? What's safe and what isn't safe? Um, loss about all the stuff that hasn't happened this spring that, that could have happened, that, I don't know, that should have happened. Um, I'm feeling my mom was in a hospital this week and she's okay, but I'm feeling grateful that she's okay. And I'm feeling that. I'm feeling grateful for the beautiful morning. I'm feeling hungry for connection with people beyond screens. I hand delivered flowers yesterday to Marty Nickerson and Gail Donaldson who live a block away from me. And just like standing in their yard was like a transformational experience. I'm feeling genuine sickness over like all the, all the like the George Floyd video, which I could barely get through. I'm just feeling so many things. It's like all parts of me are just all over the place. And I was, you know, I was knowing because Sarah kept giving us updates about how the anthem piece was coming along, this Leonard Cohen song that the choir first did, I think back in 2009. I, um, I looked up what Leonard was up to when he wrote this song. First of all, I discovered that it took him 10 years to finish it, 1982 to 1992. And he was writing it during, in particular, most of the verses, in particular, the ones that were most resonant for me as he watched the Tiananmen Square massacre and the Berlin Wall fall. And I found this quote, I wanted to, to share it with us. He says, he never talked about his music, by the way, but he did take this one opportunity. He said, this is not the place that we go to make things perfect. Your marriage isn't perfect. Your work isn't perfect. Your love of God isn't perfect. Your family and your love of family isn't perfect. Your country isn't perfect. The whole project, he said, is imperfect. And worse, he said, there is a crack in everything that you can put together. Physical objects, mental objects, constructions of any kind. But that's where the light gets in, he said. And that's where the resurrection is. And that's where the return, that's where the repentance is. He said, it is with the confrontation with the brokenness of things that we see the light come through. It feels like this whole last three months has been a confrontation with what is broken. That's what it feels like to me. Like with our healthcare, with our safety net, with the illusion of control, um, 
it just feels like there's just the whole, like there's this constant confrontation with what is broken. And what our work is about, it seems to me, is, um, is trying to bring stuff a little bit back together. And I know I'm not alone, like in having all of these feelings. And I, on Sunday mornings, it's like the one time in the week I get to think about bringing together all these parts of me, not into a sense of wholeness, but just bringing them together. And there are just so many cracks. But I love that what Leonard is telling us is that that's where the repentance is and that's where the resurrection is. And I have to tell you, that's been more than true for me over these last three months to confront, to connect, to heal, and to feel and see the light. And each of these 138 boxes we have this morning. Each of you, each of us are the light. You know, it's not lost on me that here on Flower Community, which can feel like, it can just feel so like, you know, it's like, what kind of hippie church is this place, right? <laughs> um, but it's not lost on me that this tradition that has been happening since 1923, this appreciation of um, the flower comes after the most difficult and hard times. That's where the tradition comes from. So it feels like so appropriate, doesn't it? That we celebrate it this morning. And as separate as we are, I think maybe that this year, this is the most important and significant flower communion that we as a church have ever had. I just love all of you. We're gonna have a meditation in a moment, but first some drumming from Maritha and Marco will play.
That was wonderful. Um, I almost feel like I've been there for a flower communion. Um, so now is the time to grab your flower, whether you have a physical flower or a virtual flower or 12,000, however many flowers you have, just grab them and uh, bring them towards the screen. For this, our virtual, but as Nathan just said, most important flower communion we have ever done. So as you all know, uh, we UUs bookmark the beginning and end of our church year with our own communion ceremonies. In the fall, we have water communion where we each bring water from our homes or places we've been over the summer, celebrating the reunion of our collective spirits in our church home. And in the spring, we celebrate flower communion, which is meant to lift up our diversity and our beauty and bind us together and to our earth as we go into the summer and often away from each other. As has already been said um, this morning, Flower Communion was founded by a Unitarian minister in Czechoslovakia in 1923, and the minister's name was Norman Chopek. Now, Chopek's church was very plain. He didn't wear a robe, and there was no pulpit. And thinking about that this morning, I realized that in a way, our church right now is a little bit like his. I mean, we're not even in a church. Nathan and Heather and I aren't wearing robes. We're not standing at pulpits, but we're all still very connected through our screens from our own homes. And there's no doubt, at least in my mind, and I'm sure not in yours, that we are still very much a church in this moment. So Chapa created Flower Communion as a means to bind his people together in their church, to remind them of the beauty of the worship that they shared together, and to inspire in them a sense of their sacred belonging to each other. So he asked everyone one Sunday to bring a flower to church, and they did. They had a ceremony where they gave a flower and got back a different flower to take home as a way to honor the humanity and beauty in every person. And a tradition was born that, as you can see, continues to this day. In the 1940s, the Nazis took control of Prague. And when they did so, they deemed Reverend Chopek's gospel of inherent worth and dignity to be, quote, too dangerous to the Reich for him to be allowed to live. So they sent him to the Dachau concentration camp where he was killed the following year. Chopek's wife, Maya, brought flower communion to the United States actually to First Church in Cambridge, to be exact, and, where, and we still celebrate this kind man's message of beauty and worth and the unique gifts that are inherent in each person. Our Flower Communion reminds us that even in the midst of difficult times, like right now, right now, when we are in the middle of so many overlapping crises in our country, Flower Communion reminds us that we are capable of creating beauty. In this time when we are attending to our own pain, our grief, and our anger, let us also remember that we have gifts to offer one another. Let us remember that we can grow together and learn together because we belong to each other and this community. So since we can't be physically together for our flower communion, I invite you now to lift up your flower to your screen and change your computer if it's not already on gallery mode and just take a moment to scroll through and look at everyone's beautiful flowers. And as you scroll and enjoy the beauty of our community in front of you, 
I offer this blessing for all of us. Source of all, great love that surrounds us. Let us bless these flowers as they bless us with their wonder and their beauty, with the gardens growing with wild beauty all around us, with the new life that is promised each spring in a field of flowers. These flowers have survived the brutality of the earth's forces to become things of beauty, to bloom and to flourish. May we be like these flowers. May we endure the struggles of our present moment, of our country's reckoning with pandemic, with racism, with division and unrest. May we, like these flowers, be strong, resilient, and radiant. Let these flowers remind us of the diversity of the earth and her creatures, and let us dedicate ourselves to seeing the earth and her creatures as a miracle, our beautiful blue boat home. As we each go our separate ways, may we take these flowers with us knowing that we have each gifts to offer and gifts to receive in this beloved, beloved community. And wherever we go, may we sing hymns of grateful praise for the gifts we have received, for the beauty of the earth and the beauty of her people. May it be so, friends. Amen. Now please join with each other and with me in singing Life Calls Us On. You'll find the words in the chat box.
Thank you so much, Sarah. Let us say together our call to ministry. These words are the words that call us on in our faith and as a church community. We go forth into the world in peace to act with works of love, to affirm each person's dignity, and to cherish the living earth. Our benediction, these words from Leonard Cohen, as we heard the choir sing. The birds they sing at the break of day, start again, I heard them say. Don't dwell on what has passed away or what is yet to be. Yes, the wars they will be fought again, and the holy dove she will be caught again. The dove is never free. So ring the bells that still can ring. There is a crack in everything. That is how the light gets in. Friends, please stay for a coffee hour and uh, stay for yourself, but also stay for the people next to you. Um, it's a way to offer connection and community to each other in these times. We have one more piece of music um, that we all need. Uh, so Marco's going to play that for us. That was amazing, Sarah. Thank you so much. So it wasn't it wasn't over, Marco. Oh wait, <laughs> Marco, we got more. So just friends, hold on. I'm <laughs> go back in time. Maybe he closed out the computer and he's off having coffee. Sarah, are you able to play that for us? We can hang out. Yeah, she says, hold on a second.
There we go. Awesome. Thank you so much, Sarah. Thank you, drummers. Thank you, Maritha, who's behind all the drumming for making this happen. And to all the tech people who have made this happen over the last three months, a big thank you to all of them.